Our gospel reading for today is the second part of a teaching of Jesus that began last week in John chapter 15. Today we begin with verse 9. Jesus says, As the Father has loved me, so I have loved you. Abide in my love. If you keep my commandments, you will abide in my love, just as I have kept my Father's commandments and abide in his love. I have said these things to you so that my joy may be in you and that your joy may be complete. This is my commandment, that you love one another as I have loved you. No one has greater love than this, to lay down one's life for one's friends. You are my friends if you do what I command you. I do not call you servants any longer because the servant does not know what the master is doing. But I have called you friends because I have made known to you everything that I have heard from my father. You did not choose me, but I chose you. And I appointed you to go and to bear fruit, fruit that will last, so that the father will give you whatever you ask in my name. I am giving you these commands so that you may love one another. The Gospel of the Lord. It has been one week now since we heard Jesus in the first part of this story describe our identity and our calling by using the image of branches that grow on a vine which supplies all that they need to live and to flourish. I am that vine, Jesus said, and you are the branches. As a preface to that, Jesus also gave a commandment to go along with this image of the vine and branches and a reminder of why that commandment is so important. Abide in me as I abide in you, Jesus commanded. Because, he said, just as the branch cannot bear fruit by itself, unless it abides in the vine, neither can you unless you abide in me. Today, in this second half of that teaching in John 15, we hear Jesus now describe the kinds of fruit that are produced when we do actually obey this commandment to abide in him. To put it another way, we hear Jesus describe the whole purpose of God, the vine grower, in planting us and nurturing us. In the English translation that I read, Jesus said, This is my commandment that you love one another, as I have loved you. But as we discussed at our Wednesday Bible study last week, there is an alternate and perhaps more literal translation of the Greek into English, which has Jesus saying, This is my commandment, so that you love one another, as I have loved you. You may notice that in this translation, which I actually happen to like very much, seems to refer back now to the commandment of Jesus saying, Abide in me as I abide in you. And if that's the main commandment he's referring to, now Jesus is telling us the purpose of that commandment, so that you love one another so that you bear the fruit of love for one another in your lives. The reason that I am drawn 
to that is actually the same reason that I'm drawn to this teaching of Jesus here uh, in the fountain in our courtyard. When we abide in him, Jesus said, then streams of living water flow from us and bring life to the world around us. But what does that look like really in our lives today? In my desire to see that more clearly, I invited some people from our St. Mark's family to come and to sit with me this week in this courtyard and talk about something that they have been able to do for others, which seems to flow from a place deep within their own heart. As you know, that often starts very early in life. Whenever we have the experience of sharing gifts with others that bear the fruit of God's love. I thought of that when I invited one of our young people, Elizabeth, to visit with me. She is turning 12 in just a few weeks. And she just recently joined uh, with her family and others, a group from St. Mark's who helped clean up our city during Earth Week. And here's what she had to say about that. So I'm just interested to hear, so what did you do? What was the, what, um, when you went and did the cleanup stuff, what kinds of things did you do? We were just walking down mainly the alley is where we started. Uh -huh. And then we went up the street next to it. Uh -huh. um, just picking up trash and litter that was on the ground. Uh-huh. And there were other people that, were there yeah. other St. Mark's people that you were with? And, yes. And lots of different ages? Yeah. Maybe? Yeah. yeah. Did you like doing it? Yes. So what did you like about it? Making it just a better place for people to be. Uh-huh. As we grow into this desire to bear fruit in the world that needs the gifts that we have to share within us, the gifts of love that God has put there, we do find ways to connect our unique talents and interests that we're becoming aware of with opportunities around us. That was the case for Ben Shervin from our congregation when our ELCA Southwestern Washington Synod asked him to help out with his media skills. Something that seemed quite small to him actually turned out to be a blessing to countless people. And here's how Ben described it in his own words. Ever since freshman year of high school, I've been into digital media and like video production, things like that. And um, uh, now that I'm actually in school for it, when COVID hit, the timing just so happened that my skills were needed. Yeah. So um, I've been doing, uh, I've been editing videos for the Southwestern Washington Synod. Um, uh, like every month uh, we'll meet at a place, I'll film, and I'll edit the video for Bishop Jake. Uh, and then they send it to, I think, like 88 congregations. So I do that for the Synod about once a month. Um, and then for uh, my aunt works at uh, Trinity Lutheran in Parkland. And um, I don't have like a position there, but if she ever needs me to like do a last minute project for her or if uh, there's like a shot by her house, by a pond that she wants me to get, I'll just come and I'll do that. So. It's it's just really cool. <laughs> I really like putting it together, but it's also really nice because um, with COVID and everything, I'm just kind of, and I'm be me being in school, I'm just kind of in my room for like eight to 10 hours a day. So um, it's, it's nice being able to still like be a part of 
the church and like being a part of faith, um, not just me as Ben Shervin, but also me as Ben Shervin video editor. It's nice to have sort of a professional relationship. Um, it kind of just expands on my faith, which I really like. For Mark Gamester from our congregation, who also visited with me last week, the recent request to provide a meal for people at the Peace Community Center in Tacoma connected his skills as a cook with his love of helping bring people together into community. I know that will come through very clearly when you hear this part of his story. I was approached um, a few weeks back to do this and it was something that as I've done here at church, cooking uh, brings me great joy to be able to nourish people. Um, and so uh, my family and I jumped on the idea to, to go out and, and participate in that and bring food to folks that need it. With cooking and, and nourishing your, your belly, it, I think it allows you to be nourished in many other ways. Because when you are hungry and you're wanting and you're without, you have an empty belly, it's always grumbling, it's growling. Um, when you have a full belly, um, you have the opportunity to reflect. It has an opportunity for you to pause, think about where you are, think about God, think about where you'd like to be, um, and think about things that are goal-driven, faith-driven, um, and uh, have the ability to not be so worried and have the anxiety and the angst and, and to be part of the, the vine, to still continue to flourish. Listening to all three of these people, I began to think more and more about the fruit of friendship that Jesus also talks about in our gospel story today. When you abide in me, he says, you become friends to one another, even to the point of giving your whole self to them in love. When Linda Heath from St. Mark's talked about the opportunities with me that she has recently had as a care minister here, that theme of friendship really stood out for me, and it helped me to hear our gospel message for today in a very personal way. We've decided to make some actual home visits with our masks on, uh, just at the door with physical distancing, and um, just saying hello to a number of people. I really enjoy speaking with people one-on-one. -on -one. Um, and, and I also really enjoy listening, and I'm much better at listening than talking. <laughs> um, and so that works well for me. Um, the other thing is um, seeing, seeing people I haven't seen for a long time um, in person is special. Um, so, um, and, and having time to connect with them and get to know them again and get to um, be with them. So. I'm sure you have noticed in all of these conversations too, the, the third fruit that Jesus talks about in our gospel story today. Along with love and friendship, Jesus connects it all with joy. Abide in me, Jesus says, so that my joy might be in you and that your joy may be complete. 
For Elizabeth, it was the same joy that so many of us are experiencing when we are simply able to be together with people again who are friends to us in Christ. I really like seeing a lot of St. Mark's people because I haven't seen them in a while. Yeah, I bet they loved seeing you too. That was the fun part of it. So. And now, as we hear further testimony from Ben and Mark and Linda about the fruits of joy in them that, that come with loving service and friendship, we can all be mindful of our own experience and of the story that we have to tell. And with them, we can also remember God as the source of all true joy in our lives and Jesus as the vine that supplies the life-giving gifts that we need to grow and flourish. I, I often think back to like mission trips that I went on and um, at the end of the day we would do like devotions and like you know Inglory would ask like where did you see God today and we would say I saw God here I saw God here um, and I've been able, at first I was just kind of like, okay, I'm doing you a favor, I'm helping you with this. But then later on when I saw like the amount of people that were grateful and the amount of people that told me about like, like how I impacted them with the video I made, I really see God there. I see God there and it just, it brings me joy. It's just like, it just, it hits different. It, it's just really nice to know that people are being appreciative of what I like and I'm really happy to help everyone. I'm just put, I was just kind of put into this at the right time and I'm really happy I can make an impact. For me, it's, uh, it's very similar to the reading that you're gonna be doing. Um, it's, it brings nourishment, it brings joy, it brings health, it brings community, it brings family. And I think when you howl, have all of that combined around a meal, um, it brings you and forces you to be together and to take the time and to pause and reflect. Um, and it just brings me an immense amount of joy to see people happy eating. Well, I, I find it joyful just to talk to people. Um, I like being with people, so um, this has been a special joy for me to do that. Um, I also find it special to talk with the other care ministers. We've been meeting more often since COVID um, and with Pastor Siggy, um, who is our trusted leader and um, makes us feel supported and cared for ourselves as care ministers. I like getting to know the other care ministers. The other thing that I've, that has been special about being a care minister and that is joyful to me is meeting new people that I didn't know. And there's many people I still don't know, but meeting people I didn't know, that, that's been really happy. As we join together now in our song of the day, I am trusting that God answers every prayer that we offer to fill us with this love and joy of Jesus and to show us how to serve the neighbors that we have in him. Thanks be to God. Amen.